Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. This is a pop-up word. So I don't know, but I felt really strongly that this was a relevant word. It was a now word that I had to come on here and just pop in and share this one. So you're going to get this as a bonus episode today. All right. So I, on the prayer call today, Inside Courage Co., and if some of you don't know what I'm talking about, Courage Co. is a private platform off social media. It is in an app, so you can join totally free. You just have to create a name, login, password, all of that, and then you get access to it. But we do prayer calls in there. We have different small groups that you can get plugged into. We do monthly master classes and challenges. We have different programs as well, so you can go as deep as you desire. But we have a prayer call that happens every other Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. And we get on there, and what God has been doing is releasing prophetic encouragement. So (laughs) in the study and in the download for that, one of the things that he was definitely pouring out and revealing that he is declaring new things. He is the God that declares new things. So what I wanted to come on and offer today was one of the biggest things that can block the good things. Because yes, God can declare it, but can you receive it? Can you partner with him in welcoming that and accepting that into your life and coming into agreement with God? Can you agree with God to embrace these new things that he wants to release to you in your life, okay? So I just wanna highlight something, and this is actually in tandem, which is crazy how God works, it's in sync with this. We are doing a masterclass, a masterclass next week, okay? This is gonna be on Thursday, August 10th at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. We are talking about healing from mental, emotional, and psychological abuse, okay? And this, by the way, is the enemy's agenda, okay? So we're going to talk about healing from emotional and psychological abuse. This is going to be one that's going to be so powerful. You're not going to want to miss it. You can join us for this inside the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. So when you go to Courage Co., which is www.courageco.org. You can join for free if you want to, but to be a part of these masterclasses and challenges, you can either pay a one-time payment to get access for a full year, or you can do a monthly subscription just based on whatever your budget allows in this season and what makes sense for you. But don't miss it. You get access to all of these trainings live that always include coaching and you get access to every other training that we've done and every future upcoming training for an entire year. So if you can't join us live, you'll still get access to the replays. You'll get all of the notes and you will also get ongoing virtual coaching and support on that content. So don't miss this challenge. Get inside the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. If you're outside Courage Co., go to www.courageco.org and click on Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. You'll get access to all of Courage Co. and that bundle. Or if you're inside, you can go to Courses and Programs in your left dashboard, and you'll see the option for Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, and you can register, and then you'll see the events in there that you can RSVP to, okay? So join us for that. We are also doing 
a challenge starting on August 22nd. It's going to be a three-day challenge inside the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle as well. And this is called Breaking Free from Drama Addiction. We're going hard at these relationship issues this month, okay? And these soul issues, quite literally. So do not miss this. These are both going to be very, very powerful. And it's going to make sure the effort here, the aim is to make sure that you get to really step into the good plans and purposes that God has for you and all these beautiful new things that he wants to release to you, that you are actually available for those things, okay? So get plugged in there, www.couragecode.org and register or enroll in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. Really and truly give yourself that gift, okay? To be a part of that is less than 50 cents a day. I mean... (laughs) The value in there is over 3K, okay? So give yourself that gift and get plugged in there. Start building community and get the transformation that you partnering with God creates, okay? Don't be the one that gets in your own way. Now, God is declaring new things. That is what he's doing. We're in the eighth month, okay? The eighth month. And August, well, eight in general means new things, new beginnings, okay? embracing the wonderful new. Something else that we really talked about is the double portion flow. All right. So we actually record the prayer calls. If you want to go back and listen, I've got the recording and all of the notes. So you can go back and you can receive this full word inside Courage Co under the prayer calls. But there is a double portion flow also for August. Okay. So For your former shame, God will give you a double portion. Any way that you've been dishonored, God will redeem that, okay? And I think what is really interesting is we've even had a example of this through a natural occurrence. So August, if you've not seen this, is a month where there's going to be two different types of moons. So we had our first one yesterday. If you follow me on Instagram, I documented it. But we had a super moon yesterday, which isn't going to happen again for nine years. It won't happen again until 2032. Okay, so I made a point to get out to the lake and be like, where's the super moon? (laughs) Where's this God spectacle? I need to see it. And then we're going to have a blue moon on August 30th. Okay, so there's two, there's double, 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 double. So it's another affirmation of a double portion flow this month. Okay, but when it comes to new things, Isaiah 42, 9, God is speaking to his people and he declares new things before they happen. So if you're like I am, you may be ready and waiting for some new things in your life and you need some changes and those changes likely are coming this month. (laughs) And God knows sometimes that we need him to show up and do something really personal on our behalf, right? To let God be God in our life and really be in awe of how he does that. But even though we know that sometimes we've got to wait on some of these new things, we need to be stirred up in the things that we know. Sometimes we can forget, especially when we're isolated or we're not, you know, we're stressed out. Life is hard sometimes, right? So we need to be reminded and stirred up, right? Spurred on to these good works. So Isaiah 42, 9 really encourages us to begin operating in powerful principles that we sometimes let slip away, all right? So if you're tired of the old things, then stop 
speaking about the old thing. Stop talking about it. Stop rehearsing it. Stop phoning a friend about it. Stop gossiping about it. Stop focusing on it. Because why? What you focus on grows more in your life. It's almost like saying, more of this, please. More of this, please. What can you be grateful for? What can you praise God for in advance? What can you be worshiping God for? Change your focus. Put your focus on what it is that you want to see more of in your life. Your attention, your focus is expensive. You've got to get that because what do you think the world tries to exploit? Your attention. Think about how many distractions, how many things that just literally suck us of our life force and our power. And it's from focus and attention. Do you want some new things in your life? Just ask yourself this question. Then start speaking those. Start speaking those. We serve a God that spoke things into being. He spoke the elements into being and then they existed, right? We have that same power. So spend time with God. Set aside some special time to study his word. Find out what his will is for your life and in this season, refuse to let the devil push you around anymore. Find out what God's word promises you and begin to declare the end from the beginning. Instead of saying, for example, nothing will ever change, say, God is making changes in my life and circumstances every day. Thank you, God, that you are strengthening me to do exploits. Right? Praise him in advance. Even when you don't feel like it, thank you that he's doing it. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, let that quicken your spirit. Okay? Really, really think about that. I've heard of a doctor who is not a believer, but who had discovered the power of the principle, okay, that I'm sharing with you right now. His prescription to his patients was to go home and repeat several times daily. I'm getting better and better every day. And he had such marvelous results that people traveled from all over the world to avail themselves of his services. How much better then is it when we say God's word in anticipation of the new things he says he's going to do? Remember this, unlike the words of man, God's word is eternal and true. It does not return to him void, right? It goes out and accomplishes what it's set forth to do, okay? So it says in Isaiah, Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Will you partner with God to see these new things spring forth, right? A lot of times God tells us of something. He gives us a glimpse of something. He gives us a vision of something. So that when it starts happening, we know we're aligned. We know we're tracking because we're standing in it. (laughs) And God told us about it, right? So we know that we're tracking. Now, what's really, really important is that many people, when it comes to new things, many people have 20-20 vision, let's say, in their physical eyes, but they are spiritually blind. So I want to expose a way that we are spiritually blind today, okay? And if you feel in any way that you are stumbling around in the darkness and don't know what to do, I really encourage you to take the promise from God in Isaiah 42, 16 for yourself. God wants to turn your darkness into light and he's determined to do good for you and he will not leave you forsaken. So the actual word, this is the amplified version. It says this, 
and I will bring the blind by a way they know not. I will lead them in the paths that they have not known. I will make darkness into light before them and make uneven places into a plain. These things I have determined to do for them, and I will not leave them forsaken. Okay, so one of the ways that you can partner with God to usher new things into your life is to allow him to expose things that need to be illuminated, right? Which is usually the good, the bad, and the ugly. So when God is exposing things, pray for the strength and the courage to pay attention and to listen, okay? So a couple of things that I was receiving that were strong words, okay? These were strong words. Two things. One, we've become so open-minded that our brains have fallen out, okay? (laughs) I'm going to break down what I mean by this. It says in Romans 12, 9, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. What this means is love what God loves and hate what God hates, okay? We sometimes become really weak and wounded people because we don't hate what God hates, and I want to talk about it. There's six things that God actually hates. Check your circle. Check your heart. Make sure these six things are not operating within or around you, okay? God hates. These things are actually detestable to him. Here's what they are. Haughty eyes. A lying tongue. In any way, white lies count, have truths count, mixing truth with lies, all lies. Hands that shed innocent blood, spitefully using somebody, deceiving somebody, causing somebody harm, and you're aware of it. You're aware of that. You're making choices that cause them harm and pain. A heart that devises wicked schemes. You know what that is? Somebody that's partnered with the enemy. Interesting. Feet that are quick to rush to evil. A false witness who pours out lies. So somebody that could preach a good word but embodies none of it. A false witness who pours out lies and a person who stirs up conflict. (laughs) These things are detestable to God. He hates it. Now, we are never for any reason to hate another person, right? But we are to hate the sin and hate what God hates, okay? So when people, for you to be aware of, and we're going to talk about this a lot in these master classes and challenges that are coming up this month, next week, and also on the 22nd, when people walk in crazy making of every kind, it's not that they didn't love God, right? You could actually ask them and they will tell you, I believe in God, I love God. It's really fascinating, right? It's that they didn't hate evil. They only took half of the gospel. They only took half of the formula. They took the half that said, love God, and then they played with evil. Crazy, right? They may be saying all kinds of things, right? A lot of times we can talk a good talk, but our walk is what we need to look at. So they might be saying all sorts of things, things that sound good. They sound good to you. They sound pleasing to you. I love God. I believe in God. I'm serving God, right? They might say all of that with their mouth, right? But what the word of God tells us when we really get in the word and start meditating on it and mulling it over in our minds and breaking that sucker down, right? It says demons also say they love God and believe in God. And the Bible said that demons believe and tremble. 
they sometimes have more reverence than a lot of believers do. That's pretty interesting to me, right? So they take half. They take the half of the gospel that says, I love God, but they don't take the other half that says, I hate evil. And if you're going to live for God, truly, 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 with all that you are, you're going to have to decide if you're really going to love God with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul, and all of your strength. God's got to be number one in your life. you got to decide if that's going to be true or not. Right? And if you're really going to love your neighbor as yourself, you have to decide that too. But you really can't if you're not loving you and you're not hating what God hates. Right? So if there's anything in your life, just want to pause for this right now. If there's anything in your life that you know, like you know, you might not be telling people, but you know, and God knows too. If there's anything in your life that you know is like a weed that's trying to destroy the life of God in you, ask God to help you hate what he hates. Not like it, not entertain it, not get along with it. Hate that addiction. Hate it. Hate it with a passion. Hate it. Hate that compromise. Hate it in Jesus' name. Hate that lying. Hate that deceiving. Hate it in Jesus' name. Hate that foul mouth. Hate it. And when you start to do that, God can begin to correct it. When you just ignore the conviction of the Holy Spirit and ignore the voice of the Holy Spirit, there'll be no change in your life. You'll keep circling the mountain. You'll keep inviting more evil and strife into your life. But when you say, God, I want to love what you love. Fill me with the love of God. Fill me with what God loves. Awaken me, oh God. Help me to love you with all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength. When you actually do that, you'll start to see God's transformation at work in you and around you. Okay? So God is exposing ways that we've become weak. All right? He's also exposing and illuminating who you should cut ties with. So pay attention. Okay? One thing about God, he's going to reveal what needs to be seen. Again, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So praise for eyes that can see, ears that can hear, a heart that can be receptive to what God is showing you. Okay? The strength to move forward in courage with what God reveals to you. And if you're observant enough, people usually tell on themselves. They usually expose themselves, right? But even if you're not, (laughs) whatever is in the dark will come to light and God will make sure that you see it because he really cares about prospering his servants and he doesn't want an enemy in your midst, okay? So watch God illuminate any darkness in your life. Still move with love, just practice more wisdom and discernment. So I want to highlight a few ways that you can identify what darkness might look like, okay? So you can see how evil sometimes can be subtle and how it can be moving in your life, maybe without you noticing it all the time. So I'm going to do somewhat of a scripture download for you so you can start really seeing, is God highlighting anything to you? Is he exposing or illuminating anything as I share this with you? Okay? So I want to share some of the ways darkness shows up that we invite into our life without thinking about it right? The enemy's roaming around looking for who he can devour. He wants to seed lies into you. 
He definitely wants to get you off course. He wants you to believe the wrong things. He wants you to get stuck, okay? And a lot of sins that he gets us caught up in are pride, rebellion, and unbelief. And how he does that is quite interesting, okay? So I want to share some of the things that invite darkness in, right? Ready? Lying lips. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Proverbs 12, 22. Liars have seared consciences. Liars have seared consciousness, right? So that's 1 Timothy 4, 2. What that means is they have a reprobate mind. They actually can't receive from God. Yikes. We don't want to get to that point, but we get there by grieving the Holy Spirit, okay? The cowardly, faithless, detestable, sexually immoral, idolaters, liars, their portion is the lake that burns with fire. Whew. So that's telling me things that God doesn't like, right? When it talks about put on the new self, the new creation self, these are things that you definitely want to put off, okay? And that's coming from Revelation 21.8. So you can see here in this scripture specifically too, these are things that we want to evaluate for ourselves. How are we? Are we showing up in any of these things? Okay. No one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house. Whew. No one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house. Psalm 101.7. Flee sexual immorality. 1 Corinthians 6.18. Again, if any of these are coming up for you, if you feel a conviction, again, you won't have condemnation. There's no condemnation for those that are in Christ, okay? But if you're feeling a conviction about something, you can turn these into prayer. God, help me to flee sexual immorality in Jesus' name, right? Give me strength to hate what you hate, right? You can turn all of these into prayers. If they get exposed, you can actually repent for things. And true repentance means that you turn from them. You don't continue in the behavior, you don't just say, I'm sorry, and you keep doing that thing. You repent from it. You turn from it. And you start practicing the new behavior in the power of God. Okay? A false witness will not go unpunished. And he who breathes out lies will not escape. Proverbs 19.5. This is why we pray for people. Okay? We pray for enemies too because they're not going to go unpunished. So we pray that they become enlightened, that their eyes of their understanding may be enlightened, right? That they might come to repentance and to a knowledge of the truth, right? That they might be spared from punishment that's coming. A man of evil devices, God condemns. Proverbs 12, 2. Abstain from every form of evil. It doesn't say hang out with it, go along with it, entertain it, vibe with it. It says abstain from every form of evil. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.22. This one's interesting. You are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. John 8.44. So that's describing liars, deceivers, cheaters, manipulators. They're not a child of God. It says here that their father is the devil because they look just like him. Yikes. Pay attention, right? When you think about testing the spirit to know what it's of, who are people partnering with, right? Because we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but pay attention to who they are partnering with and what they are empowering in their life. 
okay? We talked about six things that God hates. That's coming from Proverbs 6.16. Proverbs 26.20 says, A lying tongue hates its victims. It's really, really powerful, actually, if you can actually extract the empowerment from it. When people are lying to you on purpose, they're actually hating you. Whew! Okay. Yikes, right? Yikes. Galatians 5.19. Those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. There's a whole list of them in Galatians. 2 Corinthians 4.2. Renounce disgraceful, underhanded ways. Renounce them. Don't allow them to have access to you. Don't tolerate them. Don't ignore them. Renounce them. Okay? Don't partner with the enemy in your life. Don't be pushed around and bullied by him anymore. Matthew 15, 18. Evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These defile a person. Whew. Okay. Jeremiah 23, 32. I am against those who prophesy lying dreams. Okay, so watch for false prophets. Watch for people that are all up in fantasy and fantastical thinking, but don't have the character that would ever make that possible. Watch for how you fall for potential and sweet talk versus really accepting and looking at what you see careful. One of the ways the enemy really likes to manipulate and prevent new things is getting us caught up in emotion and fantasy and not actually looking at the truth of things that are in front of our face and that God keeps holding up for us graciously, right? He's so merciful. Okay. If anyone says he loves God and hates his brother, he is a liar. 1 John 4.20. Proverbs 14, 5, a faithful, let me see what this one says. Okay, so a faithful person speaks truth, but a false witness breathes out lies. Okay, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So again, there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ. But if you're noticing any of this darkness, any of this evil in your life, you can confess. Okay, confess. Romans 12:9 also talks about abhor what is evil and hold fast to what is good. Okay, so if you want to play the synonym game with this, I always find that powerful to do. Okay, so... Synonyms for that, detest, hate, loathe, despise, dislike, disdain, all right? We, we don't want any of that. It's got to be disgusting for you. Like one of the best ways to even pray to break an addiction, God, make, my, make me feel disgusting about this thing. Let it be disgusting to me, so much so that I can't engage with it at all anymore. Break this thing off of me in Jesus' name. Right? You've got to loathe it. You've got to hate it to break free from it. Okay? So we can repent for any way that we've been foolish, that we've been silly, that we've been deceived, that we've partnered with things that God hates, that we've allowed those things, overlooked those things, ignored those things, right? Entertained those things. 
right? God hates those things, right? So we can learn to hate the wrong things because that's as important as learning to love the right things. But we're often not taught this, right? So you can't really just take half the gospel and ignore the other half, okay? (laughs) You also have to be careful to not just use the scripture to bully you or somebody else. It's meant to read you as you read it. It's meant to give you teaching and instruction and build you up in the way you should go and also correction, right? God corrects those that he loves. So God is really right now exposing things that are dark possibly within us that it's time to take a look at so we can truly embrace the wonderful new. And he's also exposing people that you should cut ties with. So really, really pay attention. So something that I thought might be helpful. Well, before I get to that, let me just say, continuing the study in Isaiah, Isaiah 43, 2, God tells us that he will be with us as we go through the water and through the fire. Okay, this means that we will have to face some tests and trials in our lives and they can't be avoided. There's going to be some difficult things that we have to go through. And I don't know what specific form your challenges might take. I have a sense based on coaching people <laughs> what, what often their challenges are. But I know that every challenge is intended to strengthen you, to develop your character, to cause you to persevere, to sanctify you, to purify you, to teach you unique lessons of suffering, to teach you the benefits and disciplines of sacrifice, and to make you a whole and a better person that looks like God. Okay, and you might cringe as you think about all those things that I just said, but if you really want to fulfill your potential, not just talk about it, you have to be prepared to go through tests and trials. You have to be prepared to walk through challenges. Okay, it's one of those, it was the best of times and the worst of times all at the same time. That often happens, right? And I personally have been through many tests and trials, right? And I'm definitely not done yet. And I've faced loneliness, obstacles, persecution, right? There's definitely been many times where I've wanted to give up. And in the midst of those times, God often put someone in my life that I did not particularly like or want to deal with. (laughs) And I now know that he placed those people near me because I needed them. He used them as sandpaper for me to smooth any rough edges that I had. All right. So think about that for you. Has God put someone or something in your life as sandpaper? That situation may feel like a flood or like a fire to you, but it is serving a great purpose. And God is going to take you through the difficulty to the other side. He's going to use it to strengthen you, change you and advance his purpose for your life. He might not have caused it, but he will use it for good and for his glory. Okay, and God takes us. He has to actually take us through hard things because he must change us in order to use us. I like to think about it this way. If we don't have God's heart, we really shouldn't be serving his people. Mm -mm. Nope, (laughs) because then there's going to be a selfish agenda. There's going to be manipulation. There's going to be control. There's going to be wickedness of every kind. So It's really important that God can change us so that he can use us as he's designed us to be used, right? 
And we must become like Jesus in our character. We must follow his example and walk in his ways. So that's why God is so merciful in exposing things and bringing things to light. Gifts are given to us by God, but good fruit and godly character must be developed. The fruit of the Spirit, right? They're in there, but you've got to actually work with the Spirit to produce those. And you usually produce the fruit of the Spirit specifically from opposite situations, right? Like you don't learn how to become patient when things are easy. <laughs> you don't learn how to suffer well when it's like just a quick suffering, when it's a long season of suffering, then you really learn long suffering and how to actually suffer well. Like who knew that was actually a thing? Well, it's supernatural, right? So really, really think about that. Gifts are given to us by God, but good fruit and godly character must be developed. That's one of the reasons why we have the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle so that you get training every single month, multiple times during the month. And we do a deep dive in the God's Vibes Mastermind. So if you wanna get plugged into the Mastermind, I highly recommend that. It's no joke. <laughs> if you really wanna grow up in God and examine your love ministry, that is the program, okay? The next round is gonna launch in October, but you can apply now. And you can find that over at courageco.org as well, www.courageco.org, okay? So I personally, have found change very difficult because a lot of my life I was doing it without God. So that involved, you know, high achievement, perfection, all sorts of things that just really made me frustrated and miserable, right? But I finally realized that I was not going to succeed in getting God to do things my way. <laughs> just like I couldn't get people to do what I thought they should be doing or I thought was the right way, right? Anyone else ever do that? So God does not want to hear arguments from us. He just wants to hear, yes, Lord, your will be done. Yes. <laughs> right? So we're always going to face obstacles and difficulties, floods and fires, as the word says. But as God continues to strengthen us and prepare us to be used in his service in greater and greater ways, we will start to embrace that more and more as well. We would be wise to settle down and deal with the challenges he puts before us, right? If he brought you to it, he will see you through it. He will see you through it. Whatever they are, if we will receive them as his training for us and submit to his will, we will not get stuck, but go all the way through to victory and specifically for this word today into the new things and the good things that he has planned for us, okay? So something that I thought could help you to really make this practical for you is to really focus on God declaring new things. So to make this really practical, get out a piece of paper and literally draw a line down the center of it. And on the left side, put old things and then in quotes, dead. <laughs> old things are dead things. There's no life there. We just give it life, right? Then on the right side, put new things and put in quotes, life. The things that are going to bring you life, okay? So start identifying what those things are. What are the things that are dead, old things in your life? You know, whatever those are. Things that you might not even be proud of or people don't know about you. Whatever those things are, but you know. The addiction, the lying, the cheating, the stealing, the sneaking around, the shortcuts, the hustle. Right? Think about the things that don't look like God in you. God wants to illuminate your darkness. Think about the things that you're inviting into your life because you're not guarding your heart. 
Are there things that you're overlooking that need to be confronted? Are there people that need to be cut off because God has shown you who they are, but you don't want to cut them off? Old things, dead things. How can God release a new thing when you're clinging to the dead things? Hmm. Okay. And then the new things. What is God telling you and downloading to you and revealing to you and reminding you about that he wants to do in your life? He's doing these new things. Will you not perceive it? Well, you won't when you're so focused on the dead things. When you're trying to resuscitate a dead thing, you're going to definitely not perceive the new thing. So make a list of both of those things, the old things and the new things, so that you're clear You cannot say that you're stuck or that you're not clear. Get clear. Put it on paper so you can see it. See it with your eyes. What has God showed you are old dead things? And what are the new things that he's revealing to you that he's inviting you to fully step into with him? Okay? Really think about that. It says too in Isaiah 43.1 that God has redeemed us and he's called us by name. We are his. Okay? That means you are precious in his sight and honored. He loves you. Okay? So what does it look like to live loved? What does it look like to live loved? Fear not, for I have redeemed you. You are precious in my sight. Remain steadfast to me. Okay? So think about any way that you've been hindering personally, your progress or the things or even people or places that you're connected to that are blocking the very things that you're praying for, right? We can cooperate with God's plan. He says in Isaiah 43, 18, will you not give heed to it? It's not that he's not desiring to answer. It's not that he doesn't want to prosper you. He does. He delights in the prosperity of his servants, right? But we can release God's plan for our lives by no longer thinking about the things of old and believing that God is a good plan for our future. And since what we think about eventually comes out of our mouths, we will never get our mouths straightened out unless we do something about our thoughts, what we're thinking and what we're believing. Usually when we don't believe that God has good plans for us, right, and we don't write the vision and make it plain so we can run with endurance after it, We start settling for lesser things that are not, we don't deserve, frankly, right? But I believe if we stop mentally living in the past, we begin to think in agreement with God, okay? Then once we do that, we can begin to speak in agreement with him. And by doing so, we can actually prophesy our own future and start partnering with him and walking that out and closing that faith gap. So if God can make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert, He can make a way with you and for you, and he wants to. This is a time and a season of new beginnings. There is a double portion flow. God is your vindicator, right? He blots out and cancels your transgressions. He forgets your sins completely. What would happen if you got to a place where you did that too? How might you show up and operate differently when you are free indeed? You've got an invitation to live as a, really a whole new creation. This could be not just a new season for you, but a new era of living as a new creation in God, right? And a lot of what we're doing, we're a new creation in God, learning how to live a new creation lifestyle. And you can devote and dedicate yourself to doing that. 
by loving what God loves and hating what God hates and actually applying the gospel to your life personally so people can see it on you. It's not what you say, it's what you live. Okay, so I hope this message encouraged you. In a lot of ways, it's a confronting word, but it's in love, right? We are not blessed by people that allow us to stay stuck, that allow us to continue to enable what makes us sick. That never helps us. That never blesses us. And I would argue those people are not your friends. They're not your advocates. They're not serving you. So when people can actually confront things in love, when people can partner with you to create God's success in your life, totally different scenario entirely. Often these people are heaven sent. And trust, when you are making new changes in your life, God will bring the people. He will bring the programs. He will bring the tools. He will bring the podcast. He will bring the community. He will bring the skills, the resources, whatever you need. God's already got it planned, right? He planned it in advance that you might walk in it and partner with him to see it come forth in your life, okay? So I'm just believing by faith that God is going to do a new thing in your life this month. That thing, that area that you really needed him to show up in, watch and see, watch and see. You'll say, surely, look what the Lord has done. It is marvelous in my sight. All right. So partner with him to really move into these good plans and purposes that he has in your life. Whatever he's asking you to do, if it's deepen your obedience, if it's increase your consecration, if it's cut ties with certain things, whatever it is, trust him. He will lead you a day at a time, a step at a time, and a moment at a time. All right, everybody, the other thing that I want to share, I mentioned that I occasionally do this, and this is one of those times, I still have a spot (laughs) on my coaching calendar. They have filled up fast since I announced it here, but I still wanted to make that offer. If you know, if God has dropped it on your heart that it is time to work with a coach and he has confirmed to you that I am her. (laughs) Email my team, info at julianapage.com to find out more information about what it would look like to work together and claim that spot. This is an investment in yourself, but this is really an investment in your future, in your destiny, in your walk with God, okay? And something super powerful happens when you partner with God and you pray for these changes in your life. This is not just coaching. This is coaching with God and it changes the game entirely. When you invite him into all you think, say, and do, you see him in everything. All right. So if you feel led to start taking action in your life, if you need accountability in your life, if you need a spiritual running buddy, email my team info at julianapage.com to claim your coaching spot. All right, everybody, until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 
12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation fully confident knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.